Hey, friend Steve here. Hey, Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found, and of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, we're going to talk about NXT in a little bit, Larson, but first, don't we have a little bit of news? Yes, we do. This comes to us uh, courtesy of WrestleVotes. Um, you know, I, I think we all kind of expected a New Day reunion at some point. New Day. Maybe in the future, but it might be happening in the very near future. So this is what WrestleVotes had to say. Quote, I've heard from a few sources an idea making the rounds. Big E moving from SmackDown to Raw in the post-SummerSlam draft while still being pushed as a singles. In essence, New Day back together without necessarily being a team. If so, E would become a fresh face for the Raw main event scene. So I want a massive main event push for Big E. Yeah. I'm sure you do too. Yes, I think he's great. With Roman Reigns as Universal Champion head of the table on SmackDown, it's not going to happen on nope. SmackDown. Nope. Move him to Raw. H- him and Lashley is a really cool feud. Yeah. Put if 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 Big E wins Money of the Bank, gets drafted to Raw, mm-hmm. you have a New Day reunion. He can jump in uh, after this Kofi uh, Lashley feud comes to an end. And even without Money of the Bank, just mm-hmm. bring him over. Yeah. He could be the one to step in. Um, you know, in fairly dramatic fashion in the draft to be Lashley's next feud after SummerSlam, after they probably culminate things with Kofi. I think that's, that'd be pretty awesome. That'd, that'd be, be pretty really good. damn awesome. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I really like the stuff they're doing right now over the past couple of weeks with Kofi, MVP, and uh, and Bob Lashley. Mm-hmm. Um, looking forward to their Money in the Bank match. Um, yeah, how crazy would that be? That'd be, that. I mean, talk about popping a crowd. What if that actually all went down? I know, like, in, in the past... What's what's been the most recent thing? Money in the bank, you have to stick to your brand. Is that what it is? No, I think you could go after whatever title you want. Oh yeah, because Charlotte went to NXT. That's right. You're you're right. Yeah. How about that? Big E wins at Money in the Bank. Kofi and Bob Lashley have their match at Money in the Bank. At the end of the match, Big E comes down, cashes in on Lashley after Kofi whoops his ass, and uh, and then yeah, and then he's the champion, and because he's the WWE champion, he has to stay on Raw. So it didn't even happen through the draft. I mean, this mm-hmm. is. This thing is saying or how about, post or how about this? So I mean, so, I, that's not so, going to happen. But still, it'd be cool. So the draft, I guess, is scheduled to happen not the raw right after SummerSlam, but the one after that, the thirtieth, I believe, that was the rumored date. So what if, what if you know, uh, on that day, Biggie is drafted. You get the moment of that huge reunion with the new day, and right there that same night, Biggie challenges Lashley for the title and wins it there outside of the Money in the Bank cash in scenario yeah oh that's right that'd be Charlotte awesome on the too. rumble thank you everybody. yeah she won the rumble. yeah not the money in the bank um yeah all that sounds great the problem is uh first you need a, you need Big E to go on a run to justify him winning the title and smackdown's done an absolutely lousy job of that i get the feeling that alistair black was about to wipe the floor with Big E during their feud because they were building up alistair black so i do still think that uh, you know, they're going to test out, okay, we want to give them a singles run. Maybe they think, well, it's unlikely that like any singles run on SmackDown is going to lead to anywhere just because of exactly what you just said. Um, and so Raw, yeah, Raw is a much better playground for him to do that. Plus, he got the New Day. I still think the New Day needs a little bit of a freshening up, to be honest with you. But 
Uh, I kind of wonder, yeah. though, if, if, say, they have Xavier Woods going at, you know, put him in the King of the Ring tournament. Like, have him still as a faction, but not tagging. Have them all as a unit, but all just pursuing their own things mm-hmm. individually, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. I think that alone would be a, a means of freshening them up so they can still do segments together. But it's not it's something different than we'd seen in the past. Mm, yeah. The question is, would, would Vince and, and Bruce and company be open to that level of, well, they're not together, not doing stuff together, so why are they going to be together? You know what I mean? Like, I could see them being weird about that stuff. But maybe not. I don't know. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'd be down for that. I don't know. Uh, Let's talk about Raw. I'm sorry, NXT. We talked about Raw yesterday. It's available right now on our YouTube channel. Yes. Uh, Let's talk about NXT. I thought it was a fun show. We've got the build to uh, Great American Bash. Yeah, in a couple weeks. Uh, In a couple weeks. And uh, we had the big debut, finally. And all the pieces were kind of in front of us, man. The diamond mine has been revealed. They're open. They're open for business. They're open. Uh, you got Tyler Rust. You got manager Malcolm Bivens. Now with the alpha of the group, uh, Roderick Strong, who seemingly has decided not to retire. Uh, who knows Quit. what was in that Manila yes. envelope. Uh, and Hideki, uh, Hideki Suzuki, mm-hmm. uh, who has been a coach of the Performance Center. Uh, but now evidently he's factoring into plans, even though he was not named, he was there with them. Um, yes. And uh, and yeah, this is kind of cool. What did you think of their uh, What did you think of their reveal? The only the only criticism I have I have of the actual debut was how it was captured on video. Um, they seem to kind of forget or have forgotten the moment where Roger Strong hits the ring. He kind of it's like off in the background. It wasn't mm. as impactful as, as I was hoping it would be. Mm. You know, it wasn't even framed in a way where it's kind of intentionally done that way. I feel like someone missed a camera cue or something like that, you know? It was, so you're speaking of when they actually hit the ring, the camera was still on Cole and O'Reilly? Yeah, Is yeah, that yeah. what it was? And then yeah. in the background? See, I kind of dig that because it's like, wait a second. This is happening here because we think that nothing's happening in the ring. Now we got to go back to the, what's going We think the yeah, action's th- over here. I, thought, I just kind of felt like they could have framed it better. Okay, yeah. I thought that the only thing that I noticed about that, I thought that that all was fine. The only thing I noticed about that was, you know, they have to wait. We see Roderick Strong's face even in the hood. And so, like, he did this thing, and then they say, oh, that's Roderick Strong. As opposed to, wait a second, hey, it looks like Roderick Strong right there. Oh, yeah, it is totally him. But that's just for drama's sake. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but this is cool. I was kind of worried that it was going to be a bunch of nobodies. I was worried that it was going to be like they were going to take a group of Performance Center guys or gals or both, and uh, and they were gonna do like some. And it's NXT. Usually, do they do cool stuff? And they're gonna come in, and it was gonna be a bunch of like, oh, who is this? Guy? I don't know who these people are. But instead, it's uh, you know, uh, the three guys that we know. One guy, a bit of a mystery to NXT fans. Adeki Suzuki mm-hmm. has had a storied career in Japan. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I thought it was cool. I'm a big Roderick Strong fan. Um, in in the one area that he kind of isn't great at the promo, you got one of the best promo guys yeah. that they've been sort of sitting on, Malcolm Bivens, um, and it elevates that cruiserweight title, which is pretty great. Uh, you know, this is a prize that they're going after. Um, we've seen guys like Escobar, you know, treat this thing like it's you know like it's great. You got Kushida with it now, who he's terrific. And uh, and Kyle O'Reilly is like, hey, I don't want that title, but I want to go after the guy that I think is the best wrestler here who happens to be the cruiserweight champion. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's a, it's a good debut for the Diamond Mine. 
And I think it's a, a really good spot for Roderick Strong. We were wondering where he was going to go. Main roster. Uh, I don't, you know, really like that for him necessarily. He'll sort of just get thrown into the with the mix. But mm-hmm. uh, on NXT, I think it's a good spot for him. A new high profile. Yeah, it is a good spot. And if, and if and if you know the the diamond mine thing, like we saw in the the little promo videos, it's uh, you know uh, uh, MMA inspired stuff. Not to say that that Roger Strong has to, you know, go full MMA. He could adapt what he does, but make it more ground based. Yeah, sure. Make it more physical, mm-hmm. a little more violent. Yeah, um, I think that'd be neat. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's cool. Um, otherwise, yeah, I mean, it wasn't quite the explosive episode last week with uh, you know Samoa Joe running wild. We saw him obviously not no, only no, no, like no. sort of once, and he just sort of you know it was during the big uh, women's tag. Uh, brawl. directing traffic and he brought like 20 security guys and he was like you go here you go here you can do that you yeah. do that you yeah. do that um so that was there and then uh yeah otherwise i don't know uh you know a little bit of a pep in a step mainly mainly it just felt like the episode was recovering from last week still all the yeah. stuff that was set aftermath. up then. yeah the aftermath exactly aftermath uh kicked off with adam cole so of course last week he was told you're gonna have a match you could decide your opponent so he comes out and he kind of encapsulates what happened last week he ran down that he has to face kyle riley great american bash joe attacked him and he got a hand pick his opponent uh, he says i'm doing some thinking i'm not picking anybody just because joe is here doesn't mean uh, i have to follow the rules joe's been gone for nxt from xt for a long time and there's a new king sound cool baby yeah he says after i embarrass kyle riley a great american bash the whole world world to recognize him as the greatest nxt star of all time so yourself lucky but you got to see me this match ain't happening, and no one can change my mind. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Carmelo Hayes interrupts, and he comes out, and he's like, what's your deal? And then he does the old ruthless aggression thing. He's like, there's an old phrase, Adam Cole, you might remember, ruthless aggression. And he's like, really? And that's what you got? And then he slaps Adam Cole. Yeah, and, and so that, that changed that Adam Cole's mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now he wrestles. That's a match there, Adam Cole versus Carmelo Hayes. Uh, Cole dominates pretty early. Uh, uh, Hayes eventually finds himself beating a 10 count by like the eight count. Comes alive, hits Codebreaker, gets more of his shit in till uh, Cole goes for a Panama Sunrise. Instead, he eats a super kick, but then Cole doles one out himself and then does, in fact, hit Panama Sunrise to get his shit in and the win. 4 yeah. 3. Uh, pretty fun match we had here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after that, Frankie Monet is backstage talking to Jesse Kamea and Aaliyah. Uh, she's talking about how she's excited for their match against Io Shirai and Zoe Stark. Uh, they say it's going to be a piece of cake. And Frankie says that she's going to win in her match tonight as well. Hey, she says, we should call ourselves the winner's circle. Yeah, she just Robert- literally stole it. Has this ever happened before? Where somebody hmm. sort of snaked a new faction from a different faction and named them before the faction even was official? This was kind of crazy. This was. I thought that was pretty clever. Yeah. So Robert Stone walks in. He's like, "Oh, I've been I've been looking for you." Uh, and then Frankie says, "Oh, we you know we were just saying it's going to be an excellent night for all of us." Yeah. And then Frankie's dog tries to bite Robert Stone. That was amazing because she gives high fives to Kamea and Aaliyah, and then she tries to give one to Robert Stone. And as he's doing this, the dog, you know, thought that he was attacking her evidently, and like snapped at him. And I was like, "Holy crap!" Frankie Monet knows her dog. Like that was amazing. It was Real pretty good. good. What'd you think of uh you could could you rock that suit that Robert Stone brand was rocking? Maybe when we go to Vegas, it's the blazer with like the cross 
thing no, with can't. the bare chest. I'm not. I'm not in good, a good enough shape for that. No Come way. on, man. Let's That's see. Too it. much. That's too much peck. Exposed. See that beef. Not a whole lot of beef on this guy. Fair enough. After that, we had a Zoe Stark interview. Basically, she says, you know, Io doesn't necessarily play well with each other's, but they have respect. Io comes up, says, Zoe, I don't like you, but I respect you. And she says, yeah, there you go. That's all we need. That's all we need. Uh, after that, oh, yeah, a video promo, L.A. Night. He recounts what happens at the coronation. He's like, I got rid of what I don't need. I don't need an old man like DiBiase riding this gravy train. Great reference, because that used to be the name of his finish. Uh, yep. He said, uh, then the, uh, the idiots, NXT Universe chants to the moon. Hill Jack Cameron Grimes comes out. He says, I thought you were about one thing, though, Grimes, this title. But in fact, you proved you are exactly what I thought you are. 100% idiot moron. He says, when I dropped you, dropped you on that ladder, that's nothing compared to how it's going to feel when I drop you on your head. Oh, hey, look at that. I got drinks. And some lady brings him drinks. Mm-hmm. Drinks for the million dollar champion. Courtesy of LA Knight. Ah. Yeah. 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 Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Yeah, he was poolside, that same like uh, apartment complex where they do all the other poolside promos. $1,800 a month for one bedroom. Ah, that's yeah. outrageous. Yeah. Gonna have to pawn uh, this title. <laughs> After that, we had a uh, John Gargano and Austin Theory promo. Uh, Gargano saying, "These are exciting times. There's new management in town, which means we need a new champ, a new face for the brand. And I'm not talking about that guy that wears the leather jackets. We need a handsome, hardworking, respectable family man. Family. We need John Gargano." Says the 57 days that he was champ, this place <laughs> thrived. It was the best NXT has ever been in a takeover. He proved that Cross wasn't on his level. He outclassed him whenever they were in the ring together, and everybody knows he can out wrestle Karrion Cross even on his worst worst day. Peter Dune, Oni Lorcan walked to the ring. Uh, Dunn asked Gargano, "Are you you're mad to think that you're the number one contender over me?" And he'd tell like in Austin Theory, you know, he's on a bike and he starts chirping at at Pete Dunn. He tells Theory to shut up. Uh, Gargano says, oh, you're trying to provoke us and start some chaos. Well, there's a new way to do things around here. We are law-abiding citizens. There are rules for a reason. We're good people. So they, if they want to fight, they're not going to get it from them. So Gargano puts the mic down, puts his hands up, and walks out of the ring. Starts walking up the ramp. And Theory follows and gets back on the apron and says to Pete Dunn, 
I'm watching you. Does the snake eyes? Don't grab his fingers to snap him. Oh, bad move theory. Should have should have taken your cue from Papa John. Uh, mm-hmm. After that, we're in the most dangerous uh, place in pro wrestling you could be, the NXT parking lot. Uh, Grimes pulls up in his Rolls Royce. Uh, there's a couple of valets, guards, PC guys. I don't know. Anyways, they come out, and uh, they sort of ask Grimes about DiBiase out of concern. And then, like, this American NWO Sam Gradwell asks if uh, DiBiase's in a nursing home, all snarky. And Grimes laughs mm-hmm. it off and then gives him, a, like, a standing Superman punch. Yeah, virtually. <laughs> and throws money on him and uh, and walks off. He had given money to the other two guys, too. Uh, yeah. So uh, after that, uh, <laughs> Cole is uh, some of the – they're trying to do an interview with Cole, but he's just sort of sitting there with a the towel around him after his match. Regal comes up, and Cole gets all mad, and he's like, uh, he's like you know, uh, hey, what, what's up with Joe putting his hands on me? And uh, he's like, Samoa Joe is well within his rights because he was provoked. What's done is done, Adam Cole. He's like, oh, yeah, you think it's done? Ah. He says, I love how you've done nothing to reprimand Joe for putting his hands on me. Well, I'm going to do everybody a favor and get out of your hair. <laughs> and yeah. then he leaves. Takes a suitcase and leaves. <laughs> I like that Regal comes in and is like, uh, uh, you know, Adam, I'm happy you went through your match last night. But about last week, I just want you to know there's no animosity between Joe and yourself. <laughs> Adam Cole is like, according to who? <laughs> yeah, Regal's just, Regal's just walking around now. Like, you know, be like, yeah, you going to fuck with me now? He's got his chest puffed out. I think you bit, are. You know? Yeah, I don't think yeah. you're going to mess with me now, are yeah, you? He's, he's walking around with renewed confidence. <laughs> uh, so we get another one of those little uh, phone charging vignettes. I don't know who the, the they are for. I thought it was going to spell Knox, but it's, clearly yeah, it's not it's, the case. You know, not looking that way. Steve tries to be clever with his fan theories, and look what happens. Idiot. Yep. Idiot. Yep. Uh, then uh, John Gargano and Austin Theory are backstage. They like wave a cameraman to follow them to Regal's office. John. And he, John tells Austin, knock on Regal's door. Uh, Theory's got his fingers all wrapped up after Dunn broke him, and so he knocks, enters. He's like, "You see what happened out there? Look." The interplay between Gargano and Regal is just about right up there with Cole and Regal in it's terms of just great. like how they naturally just play off one it's of them. It's great. So they're kind of bickering back and forth, and John and Gargano saying, "We're model citizens. Look what I got you." He pulls out a brand new, new pencil, pencil, puts it on yeah. Regal's desk, and says, "There needs to be co- consequences." What is Joe going to do, do to Pete Dunn? You know, it, uh, Regal, are you going to get your knuckles, your brass knuckles? You get to hit the, hit him <laughs> with them. And Regal goes, "No." What we're going to do is have a tag match between the two of you and Lorcan and Dunn. Oh, they weren't happy about that. No, they weren't happy about that. But you know what? They need to build up their rebuild up their trust with Regal. They just can't act good for a day. Give him one new pencil uh, and then expect him to be his hitman. Uh, After that, we had Zoe Stark and Io Shirai versus Robert Stone Brand. Soon to be known as the Winner's Circle minus Robert Stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Robert Stonebrand basically isolates Zoe Stark. The way comes down to check out the match. In the end, Io Shirai ends up hitting a moonsault on Jesse Kamea for the win. After the match, Io and Zoe Stark sort of have a face-off with Candice and Indy. Then Raquel and Dakota Kai come out, uh, dropping a promo uh, and sort of surround kind of Io and Stark on the other side of the ring. Uh, Dakota Kai says, no one's jumping the line those right there are ours. Ember comes out, says, I know you guys didn't forget about us. We need to remind them uh, to kick their ass. It was kind of a corny promo, but it was whatever. It just sort of, you know, ended up in a big brawl. Mm-hmm. So you said later on they, they announced uh, the match, which is yeah, who is it going to be? 
It's going to be these three teams. It'd be Indy and Candace versus Raquel and Dakota and Chassis number, I believe. Oh, okay, but Io Shirai and Stark are out of that equation. Maybe, oh, maybe it's the number one contender. Okay, maybe that's the is. fourth team that I was thinking of when we were talking about okay. there in the pre-show. Maybe it is the number one yeah. contender match. Then. I was like, wait a second, how many teams were there? All right. Uh, so, I had to write uh, down, I didn't. Oops. So yeah, Joe comes out, brings a ton of security, they break everything up. But he doesn't have to put anybody in the clutch. I don't think they're going to do that. Uh, after that, we had a very brief Kushida, Kyle O'Reilly video package. Uh, and then they sort of reiterated that Great American, or they announced that a Great American Bash are going to get Champa Thatcher versus MSK, and then reiterated yeah. that Cole and Kyle O'Reilly are having their straight up wrestling match at Great American match Bash. Number two. Yeah. And then we had a really fun tag match between Gargano Theory and Oni Lorcan and, and Pete Dunn. This was tons of fun. This was tons of fun. Especially seeing the way pretty much working babyface. They were, yeah. There's definitely there's definitely a bit of a turn from like, you know, on this side of the spectrum to that side of the spectrum. Um and uh yeah, Dunn just working the hell out of poor Austin Theory's hands. Oh man. Uh he gets a turnaround against Oni Lorkin, tags in Johnny. Uh man. There they do there's too many apron spots these days, man. When Dunn and Lorkin both did that, that sort of double Aranagi on the apron to Theory, that looked ugly. That looked like it's so Dunn has Theory in this really nasty looking submission. Gargano kicks Lorkin into them to break that up. We get a little bit of Dunn versus Gargano. <laughs> what was Lorcan trying to do there? I don't know. Gargano wasn't in the ring. He was like trying to make sure he didn't get in the ring. Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. Didn't work out, though. Uh, Johnny goes for a slingshot spear, eats a punch instead. Uh, Lorcan and Dunn hit like a tag finish move thing on Gargano for two. Theory breaks that up. Uh, Gargano lays out Dunn on the outside and then hits one final beat on Lorcan to get the win. Uh, on the way up the ramp, though, cheesy leather jacket cross. Hits him from behind and his cheesy smile. He walks up the ramp and Scarlet's there. She's like, man, I can't wait till they break us up because I'm going to go to the moon. And he's going to be floundering in the main event scene or the the, the 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 main roster scene on main event, not the main event. Uh, yeah, on main event. Yeah, we'll see if that's the case. Um, we get a, a, a Frankie Monet video package and then uh, Cross and Scarlet are walking backstage. Joe steps up to them and Cross says... Uh, there are new rules, you know, remember, unless provoked. New rules. And then Joe responds, but of course, champ. So he steps aside so they can pass mm-hmm. and looks as they walk out. And he turns around and Pete Dunn's just standing there. They yeah. just stare at each other. Yeah. Good Man, stuff. I want them to fight so bad. Oh, I know. It'd be great. Uh, after that, we get a quick match between Electra Lopez and Frankie Monet. Uh, pr- a bit more competitive than I thought, but outcome never in dispute. Frankie Monet gets the win following a glam slam. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, we get a Bronson Reed interview, which I thought was pretty solid. Um, he's talking about how he doesn't understand Santos. He says, I put, him, I, I, I smashed him against a barricade. I put him through a barricade. What more does he want? Does he want me to put him through a window, through a wall? I can put him through the entire CWC. And Hit Row walks in. And then Top Dollar says, you know, everyone's colossal until colossal arise. And then Ashanti and uh, BFAB turn towards the camera. Talking directly to the camera, they call out Everrise. And then they they take their leave, and Reed says, "All right, bye bye, Dollar King." <laughs> oh, burn! Uh, this was great. Afterwards, it's earlier in the day. Uh, Everrise with ski masks on, but still their regular shirts, and with the and uh, Martel has his uh, his Everrise coffee mug. Mm-hmm. They're scoping out Hit Row's car. They're going to graffiti it up. They got some cans of spray paint. They go over to do that on their fancy SUV. Top Dollar opens the window, says, you know, ski masks don't work when your name is on your shirt. 
They go running off, uh, and because they've had a beef for a couple weeks, we've got that match, Everrise versus Hit Row. Not much of a match. Hit Row end up finishing, uh, getting their finish on Martell for the win. Relatively quick affair yeah, uh, it was. for the win for Hit Row. I, I'll be honest. I kind of feel like Hit Row should already be doing way more uh, uh, impactful stuff than Everrise is entertaining. But I know, I, like Hit Row, I feel like had a ton of momentum when they debuted. And they just kind of been doing. They, I kind of feel like it's just been a bit of spinning wheels. Not that I expect them to shoot straight to the main event. Yeah, they're biding their time. They're biding their time a little bit. I get it. I get it. It's like I want Hit Row to be doing something more substantial. And that's what they want. They want you to want that. Then when it happens, you'll be even happier. Then, I guess yes. I don't know. I don't know. You got a Mercedes Martinez interview next. He's talking about how she doesn't make friends easily, um, and then uh, she like Tian Shaw. Wants to go to war with her. She'll do it with or without a partner because there's a, 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 a mixed tag match um, uh, that's been scheduled. And then she gets attacked by Zia Lee. Mm-hmm. Boa steps in. And then Jake Atlas comes from out of frame and boots him in the head. And then he's kind of standing over Boa. And he says, well, it looks like I just joined the fight. <laughs> it looks like Maybe I just joined it. the fight. Oh, man, he looks he's so nerdy. He has little nerdy glasses on, short shorts and the blazer. <laughs> looks like I just joined the fight. So welcome to the your, party. Your... He should have just said welcome to the party, pal. Yeah, welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> or, um, so, yeah. Um so that's that's gonna be the tag match, I think, next week. They said it's gonna be next week. Yeah, that should be fun. Jake L's a hell of a wrestler. It's just funny. He's a really good wrestler. Because he's kind of dorky looking. It's like he coming in delivering these action movie lines. Which nobody should be asked to say that kind of stuff. It's great. No. I mean, it it, it was entertaining. Who cares? After that, we had Kyle O'Reilly versus Kushida. Uh, You know, both these guys obviously really wanted this match. Uh, Kushida posted this lengthy statement about it afterwards. Uh, It was very heartfelt. And, uh, you know, they have they wrestled each other in Japan, I believe. Yeah, it was all really good stuff. I mean, I'm not I don't know. I'm not huge on if they're going to make the cruiserweight title like this big, big thing. I'm not huge on. Oh, it's a non-title fight. Kyle O'Reilly, they want for the main event scene. He gets this sort of sneaky win on Kushida. I kind of yeah. feel like maybe a time limit draw would have been more appropriate or have, here. Or have the uh, the run-in. Um, yeah, but then I would have been complaining the about... The finish to the match. I would, have been, I would have been complaining about, oh, this game goes 20 minutes, and then like you just break it up. I'm a, I I hate that. I know. You, I, I, don't, I don't like that for run-of-the-mill interference, but if you're trying to debut somebody new and have them make an impact, that yeah, so yeah, Yeah, that's not a terrible... That's not terrible. Uh, so anyways, Kyle O'Reilly ends up rolling up Kushida while Kushida was trying to get that hoverboard lock on uh, 4-3. This did have a lot of really good technical stuff going on. Yeah, no, it was great. It was really fantastic stuff. Uh, after the match, Cole attacks Kyle O'Reilly. They start brawling to the back. And then Roderick Strong attacks Kushida, along with Tyler Russ and Hideki Suzuki. Uh, and Malcolm Bivens, they pick up the Cruiserweight title. That's what they're going after. So mm-hmm. that's cool. Really strong Cruiserweight division. It seems to be what they're aiming for. Um, yeah. And I think that's really fantastic. Same. Same. Totally. Anyways, let's go ahead and answer some questions. Uh, sure. It would appear that I totally neglected to put up an NXT Oops. QA thread. My apologies for that one. I don't know what I was thinking there. Um, so, yeah, Twitch, can you just hit us with some some a lot of uh, questions? Mr. Sinister asking, will Marina join Diamond Mine? Uh, I don't really know what she's doing lately. What, when's the last time we saw her? We saw her not that long ago. I'm trying to remember where, though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't recall either. I'm going to try this. All right. 
uh, we think about that Jorge D with Triple H's apparent love of factions. When will we get Triple H's personally made faction of metalheads? Oh, that's good. Who will be in it? Wow. What would they be? Could he? What would they be called? I mean, it'd, it'd be named after a Motorhead song. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, there's obviously Ace of Spades. Who would be in it? Who's uh, like uh, wrestlers that seem like they they listen to metal in NXT? Let's see here. There's, I mean, every single one of these are like great names for like all these Motorhead songs. They're all great Overkill. names. Yeah, Overkill, Born to Raise Hell, Killed by Death, No Class, uh, I'm So Bad. That's not a good one. Uh, let's see. Hellraiser. Oh, that's a good one. The Road Crew. That's a bit cheesier, I guess. Yeah. I still, I like Killed by Death. That's great. Yeah, that's good. That is good. Bomber. (laughs) Dancing on your grave. Ooh, Iron Fist. That's a cool name for a crew right there. We are Iron Fist. You got to bring Damian Priest back to NXT and he could be in it. Yeah. Okay. So here we got some, we got some chat ideas here. Shotzi. I think Shotzi totally would belong in that group. Loomis. I could see Loomis in like yeah, a metal I thing. Loomis, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. Or dial. Oh, yeah. Killian Dane. Oh man. That dude totally should. Yeah. That's good. Have him ditch Drake Maverick already. Killian Dane. That's good. Oh, the Killmisters. There you go. That's, that's good. good. I like that. That's a that's a solid crew right there. Dane, Loomis, Shotzi. Shotzi could be like the mouthpiece. Cause Loomis and Dane, I mean Dane's a whatever talker. Uh Jeffrey Nguyen says, Is there anything cooler than throwing a punch and then throwing money at the person you punched? <laughs> Is there anything cooler than that? I don't like just giving away money, even if I have a lot of it. If that guy's a jerk, I don't want to give him money. Yeah, I kind of feel like he's being, to a degree, I know he just got punched, but to you know, he's getting rewarded for being a jerk. Like, I prefer punch a guy and then spit on him. There you go. That's, you know, you can't you can't trade that for anything, spit. It's just gross. Yeah, it's nasty. Yeah. It's really disrespectful when you spit on somebody. Exactly. Uh, dang MQ, so will we have a triple threat for the North American Championship between Santos, Escobar, Bronson, Reed, and one of Hit Row? Oh, it's got to be Swerve, right? You'd think so, but it was Top Dollar who got up in, in Bronson Reed's face yesterday. Is Swerve going to go after the top title? Bronson Reed goes North American. Him and Adonis go for the tag title. Maybe. Uh, White Brownie, how would Diamond Mine have introduced themselves to Walter and Imperium? Oh, they all got chopped. Um, yeah, I'm sure Bivens would say. Bivens would just tweet at Walter. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Uh, Andy Jocelyn, which undercard, mid-card wrestlers in NXT will main event WrestleMania? Which undercard or mid-card? I mean, technically, like, Pete Dunn's a mid-carder right now. Yeah. So is Swerve. Who will main event a WrestleMania? So 
So nobody that's had like the top title. I could okay. see, I could see, I mean, he is a mid-card champion. I could see Bronson Reed main eventing at WrestleMania. What about Austin Theory? Yeah, he's super young. I could totally see that. I could see that. Uh, Shane's birthday tweet, besides Frankie Monet, what other women's NXT wrestler has the presentation to be the next NXT champion? Man, I thought, uh, well, who was her opponent? Electra something or another? Electra Lopez? She had a great presentation. Like I was like, yeah. you know, I think she's uh she was like what was the segment? Bobby the cheesy Bobby Lashley wedding thing. Didn't like his ex-wife show up or something like that. Yeah. Sean I think that was the same person. Really? At least Sean Rossap tweeted out a picture of that and was like, Oh, that. she's come back. And I think that's who that was. Oh wow. I think. She had a great look to her though. Uh, uh, Rocco, if NXT stars from present and past were put into factions of old movie monsters, who would be Who's? who'd be your picks? Obviously, Priest is a vampire, and Cameron could be a wolf man. <laughs> uh, That's good. Shotzi from the Swamp Monster from the Black Lagoon. Who would? But Cross could be the uh, uh, Cross Frankenstein. Frankenstein, and then Scarlet would be Bride of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Who would be the mummy? Uh, John Cena. Would be, I know John Cena is not in NXT, but he'd invisible be the invisible man. man. Who'd be the mummy? Oh, Loomis. Yeah. He'd be the mummy. It's good. Only That's the mummy good. talks. It's good. Oh, here we go. Ordile says Ari Sterling was the guy that got punched by Grimes. He's been on 205, and I'm oh, guessing he's who Grimes will face next week. Okay. Yeah. I just thought he was like, oh, who's this Gradwell guy? Yogurt. Um, White Brownie says, Power Rank 5 NXT wrestlers who could join Diamond Mine as the third man. Now, I think we're both on the impression that uh, Hideki Suzuki is the third man. He's the third man. Because he had the sweatsuit on as well, along with Rust Strong. Right. Making me think they're the wrestlers. Malcolm Bivens will be uh, the manager. Yeah, right. Yeah. But if that's not the case, that's what, if, what if Suzuki is not only a trainer in at, at the Performance Center, He's Diamond Mind's the, trainer. The, the Diamond Mind trainer, yeah. Who okay. could be the third man brother? Get the third man. Kona Reeves. That's good. I was going to say Bobby Fish, but that's a terrible answer. I mean, Bobby Fish, I mean, if this if it's an MMA thing, that works for Bob Fish. They should do a thing where maybe Roderick Strong comes out to save Bob Fish, and he's like, hey, man, uh... Do you want to join the Diamond Mine? No, I'm good. I'm doing my own thing. All right. Well, see you down the road. I got this heavy bag at home that I've been working out on. I put faces on it. Like real faces? No. Pay, like on like printouts. Oh, and you fight them, huh? Wait, did you think I was going to put real human faces on that? I mean, you know. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> said faces, so... <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Anyways, I want to go watch Quizzlemania. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.